I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Marie McCarthy is a gal from Ireland and you're, she is my guest today on Thriving Matters podcast. So Marie, good morning to you. <laughs> How you doing? Good evening to you. Well, afternoon, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's morning. It's morning here and it's still dark outside. It's really getting into the winter. So yes, no, I'm delighted to be here. It's great to see you. Thanks for having me on, Carrie. Oh, it is an absolute pleasure. So it's just so amazing to me that I can connect within seconds across continents, across oceans and across the airways. And I think it's one of the, the best gifts that we've ever had during a global pandemic is to be able to use technology for good purposes. And there's plenty that we can talk about today, Marie, because you're a gal who is just like you and I, we're just like each other in a, in a way, but you are doing some extraordinary things in life and work. So that's what our Thriving Matters podcast is all about. So I'm really thrilled to have you. You are now uh, recently um, an executive contributor on Brains Magazine. So that's your latest um, uh, piece of energy work that you're doing. So let's talk about a little bit about what puts that smile on your face, though, to get you out of bed because you've just gotten out in the dark. So <laughs> I know. Tell us what it is that uh, really gets you going each day. What, what puts the, the, um, the amp into the, uh, the energy that you have and the purpose? Oh. Yeah, why am I getting up in the middle of the <laughs> night, it feels like, <laughs> for me here? <laughs> oh, what gets me up? I think finally finding my passion, I would say, probably, um, and actually being completely aligned with my own female energy and stepping into my own power and not being afraid of it anymore probably and um yeah it's taken me a long time many different experiments along the way to figure out what is it I really love doing and what's my passion um oh it used to be my biggest I'll probably end up with an Aussie accent by the way now as this conversation goes on they'll be like I thought she carries it to from Ireland because I'm lethal for picking up accents <laughs> so Probably a different Aussie accent towards the end of this. All right. <laughs> oh, I, <didn't laughs> I know. So, um, oh my God, it used to be my biggest bugbear for me anyway. It used to be a real irritant, irritant, I suppose. You know, when people are like, oh, they find their passion like for what they want to do years in advance and then they're 20 years at it and they're 30 years at it and they're still so passionate about it. And I'm, I was always like, how do they know what their passion is it's so frustrating <laughs> and I experimented for so long like with different things and I loved all the different aspects but I suppose when I come to realize now it was all just a journey and it was all it was exposing me to different elements I suppose different people um, different parts of business world and what I liked and what I didn't like and then finding my true self I suppose when I turned yeah when I turned 39 when I started this business so for me that's why I suppose yeah it's um it's so exciting to get up and meet people and because I suppose I'm finally doing what I really really truly love but it took so long to figure that out <laughs> <laughs> I love it but this is so real isn't it for, for a lot of people you know yeah. you, you know we we have a certain influence in our lives as we're growing up. And mm. I know um, in my family, um, particularly my dad, he'd say, oh, you girls, you know, this will be fantastic. You should go teaching and education just right because then you can have your families and you can have your career and you can support, uh, you know, the family income. And now, you know, I look back and I go, I wonder if we were totally mad. I wonder if we yeah. were, you know, it was you know trying to be 
the perfect mother and the perfect teacher yeah. and the perfect partner and the perfect everything. I think sometimes that becomes the downfall for us. We don't realise that we don't yeah. have to be perfect all the time. And it's not until no. I've gotten to this age and I'm pretty grey yeah. these days. I'm pretty grey. Yeah. I think there's, you know, grave wisdom. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. you know, looking back on it, we gave it a red hot shot. We did did what it was, but I do wonder now, a little bit of hindsight might have said, now, Carrie, slow down a bit. Just slow down a bit. Because I'm quite enjoying the slowing down mindfully um, yeah. at the moment. So, And when you slow down, you actually get more clear and you get more clarity. But it's the time to allow yourself to slow down is the hardest thing because your yeah. brain is tricking you again and it's keeping you in that cycle and that pattern of like, no, 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 go, 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 go. Don't stop too much. Don't don't think too much, you know. Um, and I've done that twice in my life. I think there's been two significant times I've I've done it. I had a I had a business when I was in my early twenties. I was an entrepreneur. I had two businesses. One was a beauty salon, and one was a speech and drama school. And like I loved them, absolutely loved them. But sure, I hadn't a clue. God, I did everything backwards in some ways. Um, you know, so. Like I did, I when I when I closed those, I took some time, and I was like where do I go here now? God, this was a big failure. Like, oh, you know, I had I had a business and I had to close it. So, but it was the best experience ever, when, obviously in hindsight, but when you were in the moment yeah. and you're failing and things aren't going the way you want to go and you don't know where to turn next, that's actually the biggest time you need to take a step back and take some time. And then it will come to you where you want to go. And what happened for me then was I started analyzing and looking, well, okay why did I get into beauty like what was it about beauty I loved and I loved the skin and I loved helping people mm. so it's funny how if you actually scan back on your career and even if there's listeners listening and they're maybe feeling a little bit stuck or maybe feeling just a little bit lethargic of their career yeah. as well even or life it's like oh god I'm so it's just groundhog day Actually, now is the probably the time to take a scan and kind of start just analyzing or having a conversation like, what is it the things that you actually like doing? Forget about the job. Forget about what that ideal job yeah. is because yeah. it's it, it, it's never there until you get the clarity. So I took I took some time off. I took I took some time off. I kind of did some odd jobs kind of here or there, um, and what I started then getting coming forward very much was the skin the healthcare, but I missed being around people. I, I was on my own. Mm. I really missed being part of a team. Um, the beauty salon was such a slow pace. And while that was beautiful, obviously when you're doing a treatment for someone, I'm go, 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 go. And I wanted, I was only in my early twenties. I was like, oh, I really feel like I want to, you know, have more get up and go and a busier environment, more footfall. And quite quickly, then what starts happening is the opportunities start coming in front of you. So I started handing out my CVs and it was a pharmacy particular job came up. I was like, OK, well, they have skin care and they have health care and I could help people. And let's look at that interesting space. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, a new pharmacy opened up. They put in a cosmetic range, a skincare range that I had trained with in college and had used and was absolutely passionate about. So I ended up working on the cosmetic counter. And the first year of business, we ended up winning like the cosmetic sales awards that year. And I loved pharmacy. I mean, the day I started, it was a new store. It was the excitement of opening up. But my God, I was like, oh, I just love pharmacy. I loved it so much. I wanted to know everything about it because it was ticking all my boxes. I was able to treat people with their skincare conditions still. Yeah. I was able to help people. And then I was able to help people with their health conditions. I was working with a team. It was fast paced. And I could see a career right. being mapped out in front of me yeah. if I yeah. wanted it. And then that's what I focused on. And then I progressed and got promoted, became pharmacy manager for another group, a huge group in Ireland, and then progressed to business development manager, went back then and did my business degree, and then progressed within the corporate sector within pharmacy and I had a 14-year career there. Wow. You know, like, so it, it, and I loved elements of it, but then after 14 years, and even when I was doing my business degree, I was like, 
yeah but what is it about the business that I'm really really passionate about like mm. I don't want to be an accountant I don't want to be marketing I don't want to be you know an analyst and um, I love sales because I'm helping people but that then over time again started going oh I, I know there's something else going on with me my entrepreneurial spirit was probably knocking on my door again and I was like oh so traumatized I'm like I can't go back to being an entrepreneur never again the uncertainty of it and all of this and because I've experienced it I said no 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 I need to be careful here but then the last year 2019 was just a, such a hard year because I knew I kept waking up like this isn't the career for me this isn't the life that I want I know there's a better life out there that I want to try and achieve hmm. and I don't want to be on my deathbed and saying oh I should have given it a shot again you know, that's the question you need to ask yourself. Like if you're literally on your deathbed, would you look back and scan your life and say, I'm glad I paid it safe? Oh, and, and is this what you'd want to be doing if, if today was the last day of my life? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's so hard for people because we have responsibilities. We've got yeah. kids, we've got mortgages to pay. We've got, you know, bills to pay. You know, you're, you you have that responsibility and that pressure. So yeah. it's so hard for people to turn around and say, oh, it's easy for you to say, yeah, go find your passion and give everything up like on a whim. <laughs> you, you know, you can't. So this, the second time I did it, I woke up on my, it's on my LinkedIn profile. I literally woke up on my 39th birthday and I was like, oh my God, I'm nearly 40. What the hell have I done in my life? Now, I was happily, like we were getting married. I had a beautiful baby girl. So on paper, I should have been ecstatic. I had, I had my dream job. I had my dream car. I had my dream salary, like literally everything that I wanted. I got my business degree. So everything that I had worked, tick, 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 tick. And then it was like, oh, there's more. I have to, I'm not doing what I'm meant to be doing. But what is my meant to be doing? It was so confusing. So in 2019, I took redundancy. I came out of it and I was like, looking for jobs again. And again, like that, trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do. Oh, I'll just go back into corporate. We were trying to buy a house. And I was like, no, I'll go back into corporate for six months and I'll figure out my life afterwards. And then it was like, no, hang on a second. Maybe this is your time to figure it out before we actually go and yeah. buy a house and have that commitment and that other loose around your neck. So then in 2019, yeah, took redundancy at the end of December. And um, I took some time and a friend of mine rang me. She goes, you wouldn't come down and help me in a local pharmacy. Just come in three days a week. I still had my au pair here. I was like, yeah, sure. You know what? I need that bit of headspace. I kind of just need that downtime it was a very stressful job it was really high pressured and I just needed time out they're the two times in my life that I really just took a step back and I was like okay let's just see where it goes let's just figure this out all right obviously there's a lot of panic coming in because I was like oh my god I can't get a job I can't find a job it's not coming but obviously there was other plans because of course the jobs weren't coming it was like no you're not going down that road again the safe the comfortable road we're going to push you to try something different and when I was chatting to her I was actually a coach and we were actually looking and discussing again what is it I like about my career what is it I like mm -hmm. doing and very much it came back to you know helping women specializing I suppose in, in in empowerment and um he was like Marie you should kind of look at coaching and I was like no you're crazy I can't start a business again no I've got a kid and a husband and we need to buy a house I can't be that irresponsible <laughs> it's time I grew up uh, oh my god so then um I just took that time and things started unfolding and obviously then the pandemic hit and I ended up obviously losing that job, which it was fine. It was, it was only three days a week. It was only just something to tie me over. But it was that clarity that started coming when I was able to take the step back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was kind of like, oh, this course started popping up on my phone. And then this course started popping <laughs> up on my phone. And I was like, oh, okay, let's, let's have a look at this. So I you get the clarity. And then, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like the universe knows. It's like, there you go. Now, and this is the thing. It, it, there's, there's always signposts and there's always doors that will be open. It's yeah. just whether or not then you go, go and open that door and step forward into it. But 
So when you find your passion of it, take notice of yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. But you can't do that when you're running around like a headless chicken. You're not giving yourself any time. And this is what I'm so passionate yeah. about, especially with women, because we feel so guilty when you are successful and you have a good life. You feel guilty for wanting more. Yes, you do. And you are also very aware of perhaps people's perception of you and the assumptions they're making about you, 100%. which we don't need to own. We don't. And no. sometimes no. it takes we a take lifetime. It. Yeah. Yeah. And we take it on, unfortunately. And how many successful business women mm -hmm. I've worked with and coached with where I externally, they, everything looks rosy. The business is doing really well. They have their husbands, their family, they have the house, but they're still like, I, I, I'm on a hamster wheel or there's something still missing. I haven't got the heart. The heart, the heart, the heart issue yeah. out there. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. They're not aligned. They're yeah. not aligned with yeah. within their energy and within their own their own um their own inner self, actually. You when you were talking about the pharmacy, I couldn't help but think you actually were part of a community that was necessary mm. for for not only where you live, but where you worked, um, but for people to come in and have connections. So you were connecting in a whole different range, whether it was the, the beauty product, you know, then the management yeah. of it. They're all mm. connections, people connections, the relationships linked to health. You know, what are yeah. we without our health? I mean, that's our, you know, that's our, one of our basic needs. Um, and yeah, they're fascinating, isn't it? But you know, yeah, and it's fascinating like that it all, you know, everything in life isn't just a coincidence either. It, you know, if you can learn from it and, and, it, and take from it and grow yeah. from it, then yeah. it's like, okay, well, that has helped. And if I didn't do that, I'd always be wondering what if, what if, what if, yeah. you know. Yeah, but good on so you for trusting yourself because that, I think going into business, that's one of the biggest things for me is that you, you mm. have to trust yourself, your own intuition your own networks or what you need or what's missing, you actually have to trust yourself because you can easily be derailed by, yeah. by others, by an imposter yeah. syndrome, about yeah. um, really being yourself up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of women I definitely, I think, suffer with um, not enough, feeling like they're not enough. What they're doing is never good enough. They're never, you know, oh, I'll be happy when. Yes. When the business is at this level, I can take some time off from the business. I'll be happy when I get out of da, 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 da. And it's that constant I'll be happy when future tense thing instead of present tense. Because I suppose what I found, and this is the trusting in myself, and I guess, which is the harder thing to do is enjoying the journey and not waiting until you get to the destination. Because I've made that mistake so many times. Yeah. I'll be happy when I get my business degree. I'll feel more confident. I won't have imposter syndrome. That didn't happen. Yeah. I'll be happier when I get the dream salary I want in the dream car. Because then it'll be like, you, you've reached that status that you've been searching for. And it's great for a while. But buzz wears off very quickly. And then you're like, oh, okay. Hang on a second. Well, so now about, I suppose. Yeah, just think about the trips that you take and what you miss. Because you're yeah. You're only looking one way. Yeah. And you, you actually aren't seeing all the beautiful vista of what else is around you. So but it's like you get anything. It's like you you'll be happy now when you get your dream house, you know, you'll be happy now when you when you get this and you get that. And then you're you're in the house and like, oh God, we need to do this and we need to do that to the house. We need to get this right. We need to get it all fixed up. Blah, blah, blah. And you never stop to enjoy the yeah. journey. So and it's really tough being an entrepreneur, a woman entrepreneur trying to raise do it in a pandemic trying to raise a child full-time as well obviously while your husband is working but what I've learned is to slow down a little bit more and enjoy the journey so I can get up in the morning and go for a swim and I can meet people after for a coffee I can get up in the morning and you used to go for a run I can in the middle of the day yep. I can go to the playground and I can still work from the playground so that was the dream life that I was looking for but there's no point in waiting for all my ducks in a row to fall into place to start enjoying it so that's what I've the biggest takeaway and lesson I've learned is hang on just slow down and enjoy the lifestyle that I was looking to create and enjoy it now yeah and 
and trust yourself in the business and, and what will come. But that's the hardest thing to do is trusting yourself. Well, one of the most interesting things to do when you are an entrepreneur is to sit back and really think about how much time do you need to fill your own buckets? Yeah. Your but it's bucket. actually what's filling your bucket is yes. the trick. Yeah. Yeah. What is filling your bucket actually? Is it yes, okay, you're you're working 40, 50 hours a day, yeah. you're not spending enough time with your family, but the business is going great, but you still aren't bucket, your bucket isn't filled. Uh -huh. So what's where's go, what's going on here? Yeah. Um and the scarier thing is to take a step back will the business suffer, but actually there's a really good saying, your business will never outgrow your personal development. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's it so true. Continual. Yeah, it's, it's continual developing yeah. and learning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Marie, you've just written this great article on um, women and their energy. And um, so that's very topical at the moment because we've got, um, if we look at Mother Earth, what I like to call her Mother Earth, uh, you know, she's really, she's really been... Um, rumbling I believe she's real in, in lots of different ways so no matter we're in the middle middle of a pandemic um and mm. I'd, I'd say still the middle because we're moving through it and it's it's actually yeah. you know it's still progressing but there's still been massive disruptions politically um uh, humanitarian um wise uh technology wise uh, geologically wise, we've had, we still continue to have floods, cyclones, tornadoes, earthquakes, you name it, it's still going on. Um, we, we still have that. So I just look at the rumbling that she's doing and going, it's a time, I think, where we've been given a chance to really look at how we're using our energy and how that's then impacting the, the rest of the energy for those around mm -hmm. us and then as, as we radiate out. So it yeah. might sound a bit airy-fairy to people listening in, but I think we're open. We're open to looking at a whole lot of different um, uh, ways of living and breathing, but being able to live holistically. Uh, so it's, it's, it's an interesting time for us all. Hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's both men and women need to tap more into their energy and step into their own um uniqueness and power and i suppose if the pandemic has shown us anything that everything the rug can be pulled from under your feet in two seconds and everything everything that you have known can be turned upside down yeah in an instant yeah so if you're not excuse me <coughs> yeah. and that's why i wrote the article i suppose and really highlighted it it wasn't about showing oh you know women weaker than men or that men are more in touch with their energy actually sometimes men are and sometimes men aren't I think there's room for them to really actually stop being the predictable especially in corporate and business whereas stop being the stereotypical yeah. uh, business person or entrepreneur that you feel or deem you need to be but for women it was about like time to shake up a little bit and say hang on a second you're not aligned with yourself. This is why you are so stressed in your corporate job. This is why you're so stressed as a business owner. You know, um, you're not aligned with yourself and you're trying to tap into too much of a male energy. Yeah. Um, where finding the balance is actually the key, but the balance is different for everyone. Yes. And there's no stereotypical, well, you should be more this or you should be more that. It's not about that. It's about stepping into your own power and figuring out what it is you're really good at, what way you like to communicate. Are you more of an empathetic person? You know, that doesn't make you weaker. And I, I suppose I highlighted the fact that women feel so bad with being emotional in work. And they beat themselves up if if they cry in front of their boss, like I have done years for years, crying, oh, my God, I'm so weak. You know, why did I do that? I'm such an emotional person. I can't get it together. But, you know, the point of it is that, um, yeah, that's fine if you cry. That's fine. But why are you crying? 
there's a reason yeah Yeah. there's a reason why you're crying and and why are you afraid to step into your own power and own what you're saying or owning um your responsibility Mm. um but you can't you can't you know this is why it's so important again to kind of take a step back and just analyze where you are in life what you're in what you're working in are you truly happy in it do you love what you do but it just might be the wrong culture within an organization so really analyzing like that aspect um and when you start analyzing that aspect it's amazing what unfolds but i think for me the biggest thing that i love to help women with is understanding who they really truly are (laughs) and you only understand who who they truly are by going deep into their deep rooted issues yanking that root out and looking at it and saying oh hey okay here's the real me here's what I've been here's how my learned behaviors have been formed because a lot of the time we're like rabbits in headlights we just think did you ever hear this oh it's just me it's just the way I am yeah well it's not just the way you are that's (laughs) a learned behavior that has been engraved in your neural pathways yeah. It's like a highway has been formed and you've got all these saboteurs. You've all these little characters that are just actually tricking you and pretending <laughs> they're your friends when they're actually sabotaging you. That's, and that's, so when you really start looking and understanding yourself and what makes you tick, what makes you happy, and then you start stepping more into your power little yeah. by little. You really then start stepping into your power. You're reducing your imposter syndrome. You're improving your confidence. You're reducing your anxiety. You're reducing your stress levels. It's like a big weight of like bricks just has been lifted off your back. It's so enlightening. You feel lighter. You feel more yourself. And that then can translate into business or into personal situations where maybe everything looks rosy on the outside, but behind closed doors, maybe it's not so rosy, but you never have the strength and the power to actually say, hang on a second, I'm actually not happy with this anymore. I'm going to have to start living a truer life, whatever that looks like. I like that, living a truer life, because we still we still swing, don't we? We still go back yep. and we can still get caught yep. out. Yeah, the um, I like the fact that when in your article, you know, you say, well, men are emotional beings as well. And yeah, I... We need, which is great. We need, yeah. we need all of us to be able to be aware of ourselves, but so it yeah. helps us be aware of other people. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, but it's it's amazing the bashing that women get within corporate and within uh, entrepreneurial space. It's like, oh, she's moody, or she's moaning, or she's so emotional about that, you know. Whereas men are like, yeah, hey, good for you. If they start shouting and roaring and banging their fists on the table, it's like, woohoo, good for you. Pat on the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's showing men are just as emotional, but they show it in a different manner. That's right. Yeah, a different way. Yeah. But they and don't criticize themselves as much as women do. <laughs> I know it's a gift, isn't it? Not to criticize. Yeah. That's the gift. Yeah. 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 Whereas women have that fine-tuned. Well, I, I'm a big believer in the sense of humor. And uh it's the type of sense of humor that you have though. If it's a sense of humor that degrades others, makes fun of them. Don't don't come near me. I'll you know that's not that's yeah. not good. But if it's if it's one where you go, hey Carrie, you goose today. Look at what you did. Well, that's yeah. you. You know, did you surprise yourself today? Well, not really. I knew what I was how I was going to react because that's what I do in this situation. So let's work on. But that. understanding why you do yeah. that. That's a default. That's a neural pathway that you have created as a highway and you automatically go back to that as your default pattern. But where did that come from? So when I'm working with my clients, that's the biggest piece is like, it's like you're putting your jigsaw of your own life back together and all the pieces start clicking back to place because then you're starting to see the patterns, the behaviours, you're understanding why do you react like that? So you can, you, it's interesting what you say. It's like, oh, I have a sense of humor and I react this way. But that has stemmed from your childhood without you probably realizing it. Yeah. So if, if you scanned back and looked at it, you'd quickly be able to figure out why yeah. you react that way and why that's your comfort zone to react that way. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know exactly. Yeah. I think most people, when they're truly honest with themselves, they 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 know exactly why. Yeah. 
and it's gas every a lot of people it's because obviously it's a it's mindset that I'm working with and people a lot of people are like no I've no problem with mindset and it's very funny I always ask a question then okay so what's your relationship with money <laughs> and straight away something from their subconscious will go oh and then they'll say something about it and it's like oh there's an indication of where your mindset actually really is yeah yeah and they're like oh my god I never and I actually did it with men as well recently and they're like oh my god yeah that question really resonated with them because a lot of the time you know mindset stuff they kind of it's a bit woohoo <laughs> maybe it's a bit all you yeah. know da, 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 da. but when you actually put it back into something very tangible then it's like oh actually maybe this is interesting yeah what do you what is my relationship with yeah and what with money what are the insights yeah yeah. exactly yeah so it's a yeah. fascinating one yeah yeah now over the years you've developed uh your own uh unique pro program um and so you know a triple transformational results program yeah. you do so um you know if you were talking to people about i mean we, we talk about thriving in life and work it's never easy and you've given us some great examples of how you've transversed that that roller what i call the roller coaster yeah yeah so i'm interested in in what the triple transformational results would include and, and i'm already going to take it that mindset is definitely part of part of that it's process. all mindset yeah and all and some practices so basically with the with the TTR method, it was how it came about was when I was mapping out my program and the work that I'm doing with clients, what really came to tuition first is like, you need to be, you know, a lot of people come in and they, they actually really are vulnerable and they feel vulnerable, but on the exterior, they seem so capable, but interior wise, it's actually, there's a lot of vulnerability there. So we move them in the first stage from vulnerability to capable. But to be able to do that, you have to go deep. You have to get those weeds out and understand those deep rooted issues, understand what then has created your learned behaviors and starting to become aware of yourself. And then what we do is we move into the next stage of and it, it becomes a triple because you're doing your mindset, but you're doing physically um, some meditations, your health, your exercise, your well-being, taking time out. So that's kind of where it all comes from. But then you're moving into, OK, but hang on a second, how those learned behaviors then affect me in my daily life, affect me in my business, what are my business plans, what are my business goals, what are my family goals, what am I, what's my goal for life? And you're starting to shift then and understand how those learned behaviors show up every day and then how you're reacting to those. And then the third part of it is you're moving then into practices every day that can help you achieve what it is you want to achieve out of life. But at that stage, you're much more balanced. You're much more in tune with yourself. Um, you're much more confident as well and mm. what tends to happen is what I see a lot of the time is they're getting the lifts as they're going through each of the three stages so they're getting a lift at the first stage they're getting a lift at the second and you're bringing it all together then into a practice that they can do easily every single day themselves mm. um, and so that's where the triple transformation results comes from but the thing, the overarching thing that I really want to empower people who are in my program with is that you are in control of your own mindset. You're commanding your mindset, not me, not anyone else, that yeah. you're finally understanding it and you're finally commanding your own mindset. And that's, that's why the results are so lifelong lasting because you're learning the skills that will continue, that you can continue to develop. You can continue to understand at a deeper level that gives you the tools and the power to say, what's going on in this situation in my life right now? Because we're always going to have challenges. Yeah. Everything is never going to be in flow all of the time. We're always going to have frustrations. We're always going to have people who piss us off. We're always going to have things in business that go wrong. There's always going to be challenges and failures. So if you're more in control of your mindset and understanding who you are and what what triggers are what triggers 
are good or bad or different, when you're more in control of it, when you're facing those challenges, then you actually get through them an awful lot easier with less anxiety, less stress. You do feel like your life is in flow an awful lot more, even though it could be a significant challenge. Mm-hmm. But it's you have the power yourself over your mindset, not anyone else. So you're constantly reading the self-help books. You're constantly on webinars. You're constantly working and you get transactional improvement. Okay. But you never get that, lo- that sustainability improvement that you're looking for. Yeah. But that's all within everyone's power. That's all within everyone. Well, it's layer upon layer and you can incrementally increase your profit. If we want to talk proficiency. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect it. Yeah. Understanding who's showing up today, what saboteurs yeah. are showing up today for you. How are you starting the day? All of this. Okay. And then, yeah, you're, you're faced with a challenge. But how I react to my challenges now is completely 360 to how I would have reacted to them two or three years ago because I was out of alignment. I didn't know my own self. I knew all of these. um, I knew all of these, I suppose, emotions that I was feeling, but I could never figure out why I was feeling them. And you just keep going on to the same um, the same way you react to everything. You just keep doing it. You keep reacting the same way. And it's like, hang on a second. Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog Day, yet again. Yeah. Sugar reacted to that person the exact same way. Yeah. And what a difference it would make if instead of teaching um, the curriculum as it is now for our kindergarten kids, yeah. what, if, what if we actually flipped this upside down and said, these are the things we should be teaching our kids so that parents, yeah parents of these young children as well they have mm-hmm. to be included if we tipped it upside down it makes me wonder what the um the outlook of our teenagers and our young adults our be so different would be, be so different yeah, yeah. because yeah. you're learning all of this as you're as a child growing up until the age of seven and then your subconscious locks down and it's like uh-uh, i'm hardwired now and what happens is you create those neural pathways they become a highway so they're your automatic go-to instead of changing it to the positive highway and the positive neural pathway and changing it and it's fascinating I've been reading and obviously studying and learning about all of this and that's how I suppose I understand okay well everyone's learned behaviors has come from something but it was interesting with my three-year-old it's so and it's and it just proves the point I must have been giving out about something to her god bless her I was probably giving out about like pick up your clothes or don't do this or don't do that (laughs) or eat your dinner I think it was and anyway she ran off and she was upset or whatever and I said okay so went down to her and I was like what's wrong and she's like you don't love me now so that was the key and this is the key it's completely the mindset when you're a child growing up. So because I gave out or maybe for whatever reason, not eating her dinner or something, she got upset. So in her mind, she literally was like taking the theory of what I was looking at and it was right in front of my own face. Yeah. And it was like, no, you don't love me. So she had gone off thinking, I don't love her because I gave out to her. Yeah. So then she would very quickly start forming a thought pattern around okay well if my mom gives out to me she must not love me so in that moment it was so critical to say to her yeah Mirren I absolutely no you're wrong I absolutely love you 100% even if I'm giving out to you so don't ever think you're not loved I have to show you right from wrong that's my job that doesn't mean I don't love you so anytime I give out to you I still love you just as much it's like oh okay but it was just fascinating because kids will tell you the truth kids will show you the truth of how they're feeling because they've no filter they haven't they haven't developed that protection mode to that degree yeah so they will tell you and they'll maybe sometimes it's showing you as in a tantrum or looking for attention and so if you can understand what's actually going on with them, why are you reacting that way? They'll tell you because they don't understand how to filter. What? So they'll tell you yeah. the truth. But it knocked me for six. Like it knocked me for six when she said it. It hurt. It was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, 
yeah imagine if you hadn't asked her what was wrong and she was she was a, actually able to tell you because that's yeah. that's also the voice that they that you know tell me how you feel you know i've been yeah. watching my grandchildren um yeah. and how they how my children are parenting them and yeah. i'm going wow how different to when i yeah. grew up. it was do as i say and don't question it don't and question be seen it. and not heard that's a lot it. of the time and, that, yep. and I and I as a young parent I made some conscious decisions about what I was going to um help yeah. grow what I wanted to nourish in them yeah and so we ended up and they, they laugh because they uh one of them in particular who's about 33 says to me but we're your licorice all sorts mum and I go that's right and I deliberately wanted you to be the licorice all sorts you can jumble around. I want you all to have your own opinions. Yeah. Um, you have you, their values. Their own voice and values. And, yeah, yeah. Their, yeah. Their values yeah. may look different, but they're actually not. They're yeah. all around. They're all around um, care for humanity. They're all mm -hmm. around the the value of family uh, or whatever that family looks like. It doesn't like. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Break it down. Yeah. Um, and I've, you know, I've had a couple of experiences where I've been able to have input and around education. I think we've got the, mm. we've got the best red hot shot to tip it after yeah. being 100%. able to educate without being in schools. We should have cognitive behaviour and, and learning as part of the curriculum and mindset and on getting them to be empowered within themselves from a young age right throughout and i guarantee you they're those they're the teenagers that are so much more confident in themselves they're able to say no they're not a they're they're able to stand up to that peer pressure especially with social media everything that's going on anxious, so the, the, the anxiousness and the anxiety yeah. would be reduced so yeah it absolutely is but you know what it's up to the parents really to start you know li living it and doing it and there's a lot of parents that are an awful lot more conscious of it and aware of it um yeah, yeah but, which yeah. is amazing because you you really only have that short period yeah while they're growing up until the age of seven where thoughts and patterns get locked in as their subconscious and what happens then is yeah, and even people in adult life were going around still looking for confirmation of those thoughts and feelings even though they're negative it's all we know so it's the security blanket within our own mindset. Yeah. Even though we know it's wrong and we don't want it, it's confirmation that, oh yeah, it is. See, I told you. Yeah. Even though it makes us feel terrible. But it's that confirmation of how we're feeling deeper that we constantly still look for. <laughs> and it's like when you shine the spotlight on it, it's like, oh yeah, oh my God, that's why I always get that reaction. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That Oh, yes. dear. the yeah. uh, and I know that in um a little while you're going to have your second child, so that's a pretty, yeah. pretty exciting. That's another. That's another adventure, isn't it? <laughs> what? Everyone. I could have said babies. challenge. I could have um, said challenge. I was like, oh, that's all good. Yeah. But every one of those babes is a, it's a different journey. Oh, wherever you are, yeah. whoever you are. Marie, I've had the most delightful conversation to, to <laughs> top off my day, but to start yours. Now, I have as well. And, you know, you've just given such a great outline for the notion of female energy and the value of, of energy for whether we're a male or a female and how we are able to recognise it, use it and go on the journey with it to find out what and to understand ourselves because we're all emotional beings. You know yeah and it's interesting i've just started a new um a new section of the business within corporates that i didn't mention before to you actually because it's just that third pillar of the business that i really wanted to tap into and it's using a tool um around motivation and motivational mapping and actually what's motivating people working so i've started that within corporates um because i suppose i really feel it's important uh for everyone who's working there to understand what is actually motivating them and then that that changes and obviously along with coaching then as well helping those people step into their own power and using that within the corporate space where then targets and kpis and all of that is being met and achieved 
so you're bringing the tangible in with the non-tangible aspect mm-hmm. of coaching and mindset and you're making it very tangible and you can physically see the results of it because there's a lot of the time in corporate as well people love like I did maybe loved the 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 work they do but maybe the core organization or the culture might be wrong so you could have someone that's really highly motivated scoring highly motivated but actually have one foot out the door yeah and they're a risk factor they're a, a flight risk and the company is completely unaware of it that's it yeah so it's when you're able to expose that aspect and bring then some coaching and mindset work into it then the performance and you have your motivation you understand what's motivating them because they're all different and then understanding what's motivating as a team you're not just getting boxed into something like you know um another um you know personality tool and there's many of them out there, but they tend yeah. to sometimes box people into a tool. Well, you're you're this personality type or you're this color personality type. Well, you're kind of a mix of both. You're a mix of everything, you know, but what's actually motivating you to be here? So that third part of the business is where I'm going to really start focusing on next year and in corporates. So if there's any corporates out there who have gone through restructure or have become acquired by another business or are going through acquisitions, are just going through a turbulent time like come on we've just we're in the still the middle of a pandemic so about the and and, and work-life balance has changed oh for an awful lot of people this is the other aspect of it so for companies to get their head around okay how are we going to manage this new way of working with our teams and our people because people's motivations have changed during this pandemic it's been like a wake-up call i think to people going hang on and as you touched on at the very start, Mother Earth is rumbling. <laughs> Mother Earth has literally shaken the globe and said, you all need to cop on and slow down. So I'm going to put you, I'm stopping you, and you're going to face the reality. Well, You're going to face the reality of your situation at home. This is why there's an awful lot of divorces happening. Yeah. Because what was being sugarcoated and, and just not being dealt with, got very real for an awful lot of people and you're exposed to it you can't hide from it anymore it's interesting so when people are changing well and coming back to work their motivations have changed but do you understand now the motivation you you just said you know a wake-up call so we i'm gonna Mm. just play on that a bit because you know how when you're you're in a boat and you turn around you watch what happens behind you the wake Mm. comes after you yeah so in a way, what we're talking about here is what is the wake we leave in the wake-up call that we've got? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Really, yeah, so yeah. good. That's, and I, that's I, that question when you're, what's your legacy? If you're yeah. on your deathbed today, would you be happy with where your life has, has gone? Yeah. This is Could you have done better? You know, could you? And this is why an awful lot of people and companies are now struggling to try and probably figure out how are we going to do a work-life balance with people where our employees have a bit more balance? They're not yeah. stuck in that Groundhog Day commute day. They can work from home. It's, it's proven everyone can work from home. We've advanced technology by 20 years <laughs> overnight. Yeah. You know? Shake, so, rat, shake, rat, and roll. I think that's... Yeah. <laughs> which is <laughs> shake, rat, and roll. I love it. Oh, my yeah. God. So that's oh. a really par- exciting other part of the business that I'm I'm, I'm really going to be kicking off next year with, with corporates. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah trying, you know, trying to helping them with that aspect and, and bringing the mindset into it and, and, and looking at um, the person then and understanding their motivations. And then, you know, it, it, it's significantly better for the company because imp- performance oh. improves, you know, motivation improves and staff retention improves. So anyone who's in a leadership role gets to understand a little bit more about why, what's showing up in the engagement. Basically, you're talking about engagement. So I love that, that you can be highly motivated, but you have got one foot out the door. Foot out the door. And you have no idea. Yeah. And you have no idea. You think everything is great. They're performing. They're hitting their KPIs they're probably miserable inside and you have no idea so it's yeah. really interesting when you see it yes a highly motivated person and loves what they do however actually they're a flight risk to your company oh After my gosh. Spending maybe a lot of time training them their expertise and they're taking all that expertise and knowledge with them yeah. generally going to a competitor oh 
Listeners, we've had a fantastic <laughs> conversation with Marie. McCarthy. We could keep going. <laughs> well, we we need actually not we need to probably put a stop to it. But anytime you want yep. to, want to have another conversation, Marie, we, oh, yeah. we, we should do amazing. that. Um, yeah, oh, amazing. I, I love okay. it. Thank you for sharing that with us. Every wish for the next weeks leading up to thank you. two. Yeah. Yes. And thank you. Um, as as. Sydney and Australia move into summer. Your move, Europe's moving into and uh, England, Ireland yes, are all moving yeah. into winter. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. the shake, but it is such a joy to be able to connect within seconds. And part of yes. the joy of the part of the joy of what I've been doing is I've been able to tap into global leaders uh, for the last three years, basically, and each week. I I have I don't need my passport anymore. I just jump on. <laughs> when you're in Ireland, yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. It's so yeah. brilliant, isn't it? I it's know. brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah, so, listeners, if you'd like to know more about Marie and her work, uh, particularly her um, her double TR method, I think uh, you know your your yep. triple TR, yeah, yeah. Here we yep. go. The uh, the triple transformational results. Um, yep. or around female energy, your motivation. Um, you know, Marie, what's your best contact details? Um, probably on LinkedIn or Instagram. You'll find me on LinkedIn, Marie McCarthy, um, Mindset Coach. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook, any of those. Yeah. Beautiful. And shoot me a message and people are can they can just have a chat and general conversations. If I'm able to help someone, I will. If I'm not, I'll I'll be able to guide them into maybe where they need help. Or, oh, so it's no problem. Yeah. Just, just a joy. Uh and listeners, if you'd like yeah. to know a bit about more about what I do, Carrie Benedet, you can find me at carriebenedet.com. You can find me on all socials as well as LinkedIn. Um, but you know what? Our conversations are always pretty well amazing we always learn something that we can put in into action or contemplate ponder i love the notion of pondering and taking it back into your own values and what it is that you want to do don't feel that you are alone in any of those discoveries that you want to do or journeys you want to take even if you're feeling really petrified or scared or fearful about it there are people to walk beside you on the journey so um, you know, anyone that's a coach there, Marie is a mindset coach. She's internationally acclaimed. Um, and as you know, she is just the most beautiful person you could speak to as well. Uh, just go gently. Um, I'd like to think that all of us, our thriving matters in life and work. It's not easy, but know that you're not alone. Reach out to someone today and just check in, see how they are. Say hey, and if you can't get to Ireland, you can always just get into your phone and just check yeah. out the people that you haven't spoken to for a while. Check in and how they are. So over to you, listeners. Thank you very much. If you have enjoyed this episode, pop onto your favourite uh, podcast app. Give us a little bit of love. Everyone wants a huddle or a hug. We'd like a review if you've got it or a share with someone that you think would get some benefit from this. So, Marie, once again, big thank yous, hugs across the oceans and the continents. Thanks, Carrie. And great. Uh, we will meet. I am positive we will meet. Yes, we will. We will. Absolutely. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, both. Carrie. Hi, everybody. You're Thriving Matters. I'm Carrie Benedet, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. 